Welcome to the Class of the Little Sass podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Millspaw, best-selling author and award-winning motivational speaker with over 20 years in the personal development industry. I believe that the more you know, the more you grow. With each podcast episode, I will educate and empower you, girlfriend to girlfriend style, on how to create a happy life from motherhood guidance, career and business advice, to feeling confident in your relationships and everything in between. This is Real Talk Radio. Let's jump right into today's episode. Hello, my dear friends. I love today's topic. We are going to talk about the marketing trends we can learn from 2023 and how we can take them into 2024. If you have an online business or any type of business, you're going to take away some key elements from today's talk. I'm gonna keep it really concise and to the point, hopefully, but bite-sized chunks for you to take away at least one big learning without being overwhelming. Because a lot of the times when we talk about marketing or digital marketing, public relations, all those things, it can be like, I don't know, just overwhelming where you don't do anything with your business. And I'm that way too, because there's so many pieces and parts to an online business and a personal brand or business brand. And sometimes you're just like, screw it. I don't even want to start. I don't even want to do anything because A to Z looks really hard and very time consuming where it sucks the life out of you. Today's episode's just going to be one key takeaway. Okay, so let's buckle up and kind of put our business caps on today. If you don't have a side hustle yet or a full-time business, that's okay. It's it's January 22nd. As I record this, you've got time. You've got time. Explore it, pray about it, see if it's in the cards for you, if it's going to take away uh, too much of your personal life and, and ruin your health and all those things because you already have a million things on your plate then it's not that that's not, it's not a priority right now. You know, that's literally where it is one tackle at a time. I started my business back in 2013, my personal brand. I'd actually been in business years before that multiple businesses, in fact, with my ex-husband and it wasn't a good time. You know, there is no good time. If you want it bad enough, you'll figure out a way to do it is all I can say. I won't take you down that rabbit hole of stories because it's in my books, it's in everywhere, but there is no good time to start. Everything was falling apart in my life when I did that. But here I am, you know, 11 years later, self-employed and it's, I wouldn't do it any other way. I just can't imagine life any other way. It enabled me to travel often, visit family often, leave Vegas often and still work. And now here I am moved back to my hometown because my career goes wherever I go. So you'd get to decide what's a priority today, right now, and if it's something you should build towards. Okay. But for those of us that already have a business in place, let's learn from those outside of us that have created some massive, massive trends out there you can learn from. You might not be able to take them to the extreme, but let's learn anyway, okay? So the first one I want to start off with right away is the beloved Stanley Cup. And I'm not talking about hockey, even though I love hockey and I am a fan. And I just came from Las Vegas and we won the Stanley Cup last season. So 
Let's just focus on that for a second. Ah, so awesome, right? No, I'm talking about the beautiful drinking mug with the little straw. In fact, I've got one on my desk right here. It's white. I have a blue one. I'm going to 100% blame my teen daughter for getting me into them. She's like, mom, you need to have a cup. Most women my age have a teen daughter that also influenced them. It's interesting how it's coming from the younger generation to the older generation. Who cares who influenced you to get one? The point is you have one, right? And you love it. You love the handle. The only thing I don't love is the fact that if it tips over, it's going to leak. Um, it's definitely more of a girl's cup than a guy's. But let's just kind of look into this company. And especially the last most recent craze around, the, I think it was the Valentine's Day cup people were freaking out over and it wasn't even February. It's like in January, they're freaking out over this cup. <sighs> so why is everyone suddenly so thirsty for these cups? Literally, because Stanley, the company was founded in 1913. This is over 110 years ago, which come on a little bit of you. A few of you are with me like, what? Huh? And I love it that the men in our lives have told us Stanley's a tool. Like it's been around forever, Carrie. And it makes you kind of feel stupid, right? But if you research like the hashtag Stanley or Stanley Cup, there's over 3 billion views just on TikTok alone. Ridiculous under this hashtag. Okay. And I want you to learn from this. I'm first going to tell you the story, then I'm going to do a takeaway. And then I'm going to kind of shift and pivot into how you can apply this to your business or brand. So obviously the popularity has been steady men knew of it. Stanley originally created a, um, I think his original, the inventor, William Stanley was responsible for developing the first practical transformer, which means you can thank him for the ability to plug your electronics into your wall sockets. That's what he's known for. But Stanley's the holder of 129 patents, including one of the hottest Christmas lists that we had this past season. So 129 patent patents. So let's give some, you know, some serious hats off to Stanley, the brand, because I don't think he's still around. I'm, I'm going to guess he's not. <laughs> but back in 1913, Stanley was on a mission to keep his coffee hot all day. So he came up with those ugly thermoses. You know, you've seen them. Okay. I'm sure my family had them. Mom would put soup in them sometimes, or if we were going to go outside for a long period of time, there'd be hot cocoa in there. Um, you've got those construction workers that are out there all day. They want a sturdy thermos to keep their hot coffee in. And that's literally when it first came out. It was like this all steel, double vacuum, double wall vacuum bottle. And he put his name on it, the family name, Stanley. Okay. And that's where it started back in the day, hundred plus years ago. But even though it was kind of a hit with some of outdoorsy peeps and blue collar workers, you're picturing that, that construction worker. Um, most of us had never even heard of it until TikTok went bananas. TikTok's really great for a lot of merchandise that's gone viral, so to speak. I have not jumped on board yet. You guys, I'm two seconds away from doing it because I got a book to launch and I really don't want to use TikTok for that, but I'm so resistant. I'm still on the fence. I'm still on the fence. I'll, I'll circle back to that. As I sip my hot coffee out of my mug here, but all it takes is, you know, just kind of getting that one TikTok user to, to go viral. You know, that's literally it overall. 
So back to Stanley <clears throat> and the story that just keeps going. And, and that I want you to take away that even though it's an old brand no one's ever heard of, you can relaunch over and over and over again. And I'll go deeper again into some takeaways as we go through this story of the Stanley Cup. <clears throat> so back in 2019, there was this focused outlet called The Buy Guide. And it's an Instagram account. And it's and it's more of a blog of top items to buy and, buy. and according to its founder, Stanley's 40-ounce insulated tumbler, which at that point wasn't selling so much, all of a sudden became like a favorite to this particular company. So they gifted one. Here's a key. Okay. Not only is it starting to make it, it's starting to look a little different. We're trying to, trying to make it look less masculine, more feminine, some colors. They added a handle to it. It doesn't look like a thermos anymore. It's got a straw. You know, they're trying to, to revamp their look and, and vibe and appeal to a different audience. We went from construction workers to forgive me because this is such a saying. I got this from my daughter, Utah moms. <laughs> I associate Utah moms to like Midwest moms, kind of the same vibe. Um, <clears throat> you, we've got this, they've got kind of like this personality or persona avatar of going to yoga and wearing Lululemon and holding their Stanley cups. <laughs> oh, I don't do yoga, but I fit the other pieces. So so they gifted one to Emily Maynard Johnson, which I'm not, I wasn't even familiar with who she was, but she's a social media personality known for her appearance on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Don't know who she is. Don't even know what she looks like. In fact, I need to click on this link here to know who she is and see if I, it's anyone I've even recognized. Yeah. Sorry, Emily. I, oh, Emily. Okay. It's, it's coming back to me now from forever ago. Okay. So they gifted one to her. So the key is, this is already an influencer with a strong following, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, wherever. And they gifted her one and she posts about it. It catches attention. That's what happens when you work with other influencers. It's going to happen. There's always nice to leverage off of a couple big brands out there. Get the visibility. <clears throat> so, you know, it just kind of starts to go viral from there. And it doesn't just get, you know, that's not the end of the story, of course. <laughs> In fact, um, I want to go a little bit deeper in their story here and give credit to the fact that, you know, of course they ran out, I think they had 5,000 cups and they were instantly sold out within five days, thanks to some influencing. And this buy guide, you know, it's again, you're working with the blogger, step one, step two, then they give to an influencer. And now they're starting to see traction on where everyone's face is these days, you know, on social media. Isn't that sad? I mean, I'm really good at cur curbing that, but it's a programmed conscious effort to go, nope, waste time waster, time waster, time waster, time waster. It's a little brain thoughts that I've had to create into my brain and say time waster, because I would wake up like on a Saturday or a weekend and open up my phone. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm in bed in bed for over an hour. Just looking at social media. What the heck? Get up, Carrie, get your life together. Jump in the shower, live, stop watching other people live, get out of your phone, get off of it. 
No. So I've learned to reprogram my brain as soon as I'm on for five seconds or longer. I'm like, oh, nope, I'm responding and jumping off. Responding and jumping off is what I do. And I've programmed myself to say time waster. So I encourage you to do the same because it's all about life balance. But there's so many people that are just scrolling for hours, hours, their whole day scrolling. Why? There's so much, there's life outside your window happening right now. Anyway, I digress. So let's give credit. So after that influencer, they run out of, they sell out of the 5,000 cups they had on their own. That, that's all they had in stock. They had to restock and another blowout sale. So there's like literally working with this blogger and this influencer started this momentum. But here's where the trick happened. In 2020, an entrepreneur by the name of Terrence Riley, who had just finished his seven-year stint at, at Crocs. All of you have heard of Crocs. I know you have. Ugliest shoe ever, but dang, we all know about them, don't we? Whether you buy them, love them, or hate them, you know about it. So he's, this guy's good. Mr. Terrence here, Mr. Terrence Riley. I'm going to give you props, dude, because we all have brand awareness. That's the key. you got to find someone that can create some brand awareness if it's not you. So what he did to that ugly shoe and turned into a fashion staple is pure magic. So now he's the president of Stanley and he's ready to do the same thing. He's going to do the same thing for the Stanley Cup. Overall, he knew, um, and this is kind of a secret again. He said in his quotes, I quote him, my experience at Crocs told me that the kind of influencer opportunity was just the magic that Stanley might need. And he was right. So the buy guide worked, proved to be an amazing partner and helped them create the quencher phenomenon. So they're kind of using that success and then growing it up, growing, growing and growing and growing. They created partnerships with other brands. Partners will help you sell your, sell your product all day long create partners, strategic partners that are in the similar industry as you. That is a huge takeaway. Write that down. Create strategic partnership. Even Microsoft, who I consult with, has partners. Every big company knows to leverage off of your peers. Make your competitors your collaborators. There's in it something in it for everyone. If you sell stick shifts and i'm so showing my female side lack of lack of car knowledge side right now okay let's switch it up let's say you sell windshield wipers and someone else sells seat covers you know like it's still car parts accessories go into business with them link arms create a strategic partnership okay that's what stanley cup did as well they created a partnership. <clears throat> he also went in and created some new colors. They trying to change up the finish, something more eye-catching. Again, they're switching it up to the chick, not the dude on the construction site. Blue-collar workers were buying it, but now it's time for us mommies in our yoga pants to buy them. So let's make them white and pink and make them look classy and sleek and give it a cup holder vibe, right? It's got to fit in the cup holder, y'all, right? huge difference. So here we are 110 years after the company's first inception and that 40 ounce insulated tumbler has reached popularity that many of you have no idea how big it is. You're just now seeing probably the craze because of the target sellout and the other type of sellouts. I don't know if they're selling it at Starbucks too. I don't remember. I think Starbucks has its own stuff that they're selling out of. What is it about cups? What are we crazy? Let's look at that. And okay, I'm, I'll, I'm going to pause again and I'll peel it, peel apart all these pieces in a second. 
I just want to give you some numbers. This company went from profits of 70 million in 2019 to 750 million in 2023. In four years, they went from 70 million, that's seven zero, to 750, 750 million. That's insanity. I haven't even figured out the percentage, but that is insanity. Tell me this, this new entrepreneur, this, this, um, Terrence Riley didn't just make some bank. <laughs> what a huge strategy. It wasn't him all by himself. He knew he needed some components. He needed some blogging influence. He needed some partnerships. He needed to redesign the product. He needed to find a new avatar. And if, for those of you that don't know what an avatar is, that's your purchasing person. That is your targeted audience. Who is buying my product? He needed a new avatar. It wasn't the Again, blue collar construction worker. Now it's us, these chicks, these gym loving, yoga pant wearing, hair highlighting, eyelashes, all the things. That's us. And that's our kids too. I was watching some of the videos. You got kids saying, I never used to drink that much water, but now I have a Stanley cup and I take it to school every day and I've been drinking more water. That's a positive thing. Social media is going to always sell your clients, your customers, always going to sell the product better than you can. Okay. So what can we learn from this? Let's peel this apart. Yes. There's a ton of social media out there. You've seen it. You even seen the social media, TikTok where a Stanley cup survived a car fire. And then Stanley, the company bought the girl a new car. She's in a Kia. And it was all burned up, but her orange Stanley cup survived. Of course, the straw was melted. We've seen this. We've seen this. If you haven't, you can look it up. Look at the hashtag. Just start doing a search. Hashtag Stanley or hashtag Stanley cup and you'll see everything you need to. Why am I talking so much about this? Because it's in our face right now. It's the current product that's in our face. Back in the 80s, it was Cabbage Patch Kids. <laughs> Let's just have a moment of laughter. My daughter sent me like some Instagram reel about Back in the 80s, the craze around Cabbage Patch Kids and how it sold out at Toys R Us. I lived that. That's what made me want one, right? And of course, they're cute. And they smelled like baby powder. I wiped that. And they had little butts. And they had Xavier signed on their little butts. And they had real pampers on. <laughs> Let's just be real. Any of us, any of you grew up in the 80s like I did. It was huge. So social media has played a huge part. And you have to look at this trend and go, how can I adapt this to my business? Okay. I'm going to give you two platforms to look at. There's marketing and there's public relations. The marketing bucket is you always telling clients, think of like a pharmaceutical ad on TV. It's an ad um, on Google, Facebook, any social media platform, you'll see a sponsored ad come across. It's that interruption in a podcast. That's an ad. That's online digital marketing. Now, what is the difference, Carrie? Marketing is you telling me the product is awesome. Public relations is your customers telling me your product is awesome. Which one has more pull? Okay, so look at these two buckets and they're both good and they both work and they're both effective. And I highly suggest you blend the two. Have that digital marketing, but how can public relations and what is that exactly, Carrie? You'll hear the term PR and so on, bad PR, good PR great PR. That is when your customer or your client tells the world you're amazing, that your product works and their feedback. 
You want this. And most of you are not doing this. It's like, oh, well, I have a few testimonials on my website. Yeah. But is anybody seeing it? Who's landing on your website? How often does somebody go to your website and look at testimonials? When we shop on Amazon, let's be honest, I go right to those reviews immediately. Even though this product looks amazing, I like the price. It's exactly what I was looking for. It looks great. I like the video. I even looked at the video and I'm good. And then I go right to the reviews and I'm like, oh, and don't assume because there's like 10,000 reviews that they're all good. Chances are it could be a mix of both. Read them. Read through the good and the bad. Make your decision based on that. Because again, everyone's going to have a different perspective. You got to look at, is the good outweigh the bad? I've done that. I've canceled orders where I didn't look at the reviews and I went back and looked at them and I'm like, ooh, okay, that's not going to work for what I need. It's huge. That's why I actually trust working or shopping on Amazon more than other platforms because I can jump right in and see real official Amazon reviews from people that have actually purchased. It's a verified purchase. Some have the shirt on them. They're taking photos of this is what it looked like on me versus this touched up picture on a model or a mannequin. This is real life, y'all. And you're like, ooh, yeah, that color doesn't look the same. Or no, it doesn't fit like that at all. That looks actually too tight or too baggy. Huge, right? Tell me that doesn't have some buying power for you too. I know you agree with me on this. So what and how can we take your brand, your business, whatever that looks like, and have your customer sell it for you? Even if it's a book, how many times do you get a, oh my gosh, you got to read this book. You've heard it from everybody but the author, right? What about your girlfriends when they're like, oh, go here. I love getting pedicures at this place. I'll never go anywhere else. This is my favorite salon, hands down. Every time I go, I get the best service, best price, whatever, right? How many times are you going to go, okay, you don't even second guess it. You don't even look at their website. You're in your car already going there, or you're making an appointment because she gave you a number, right? See how strong referrals have more weight? That's where you need to play in 2020, 2020, 2020, 2024. My coffee's kicking in for sure today. That's where you need to play because that is where your buying power is. You can talk about how awesome you are all day long, but that third party outside of your bubble, which is your customer, client, experience, that audience, what do they have to say? I can promote my podcast all day, but it's when you start to share it and say, I really like this. I get a lot out of this. When you start sharing episodes, that's when the trending gets higher. That's where I get more traction. I can help more people. I get more listens, downloads, and so on, more plays. Not just me screaming out there. And I do have promoters that work for my brand. But the key is what can we learn from this? A couple influencers. You're like, Carrie, I'm never going to get a some ex-bachelorette, bachelor person from some reality TV show to share my product. Why wouldn't you? You'd be surprised. That is where most companies are making money these days is through influencing platforms on Instagram or TikTok or any platform. Those are the two that I can think of offhand. TikTok could be YouTube as well in there, maybe Facebook. It is huge because you've got someone else saying, I didn't make this. I didn't patent it. I didn't create it. I didn't even make it this color, but I love it. And I'm telling you, you're going to love it too. Boom. 
Most ads on podcasts are influencers also saying, I use this product and I love it. It works for me. It, it gave me XYZ results and so on. It just pulls you in when you know that person also uses it. You start to build trust with that brand. Also, if you're looking to be an affiliate marketer, this is another great platform and income stream that my company, we're really looking at heavily this year on just affiliate marketing. So it's not as time, I don't have time to take a lot of private clients. I have very little time to take any private clients. And if I've let you sneak through the cracks, <laughs> it's because we have probably a relationship already in place and work together for years. Cause I don't have time for private clients. I want to leverage my time to how can I help more people with automated ways of working? I'm always going to do this podcast. I love it. It's my favorite. I'll always find time for this. I'm finding time in 2024 for things I love and exemplifying that. So if I love podcasts, how can we make this more of a stronger stream of income? And that's through ads. So you're going to see more and more ads coming through and more affiliate marketing with products I already use and love. Might as well get paid to tell other people about them right? So that's the same influence I want you to have with your product. Who can you get even 10 people like a, just run a pilot in your business? And that's again, like, like a test. I call it a, we call it a pilot. Test this out, get 10 people. to try your product and write a review on your website and share that through social media or have them do a quick video of your product and what it worked for them whether it's maybe you're just coaching, you know, like to have your client say, look, this is how so-and-so's coaching works for me. This is the progress I saw in such a short time. Could be a fitness coach, could be you sell supplements. You could have a book that just went out and people can tell you how life-changing it is. 10 people. And if you can't do 10, try with five. Someone showing your product in their home they purchased or they're wearing it. It's a t-shirt brand. What are they using? show, show your customers in action. I always say, if you're a realtor, don't talk about, oh, look at all these houses I have listed for sale. Take us with you. Take us with you through the product of showing that house to a client, potential client or customer and getting your clients into their home and how excited they are when they're getting the keys to their first home, second home, third home, whatever that looks like. That's what sells it. Have them talk about how awesome the experience was that they worked with you. You've got to have this PR part. It's huge. It's huge. And it's often overlooked in business. Maybe because again, a lack of knowledge. I want to put together a program of just how to be your own publicist because that's huge and it's cost more cost effective. PR firms are not cheap. I have one. It's expensive. I get it. People look at the prices and go, what? It can be like 10 grand a month. Easy to have a PR firm working for your brand. And it's not one of those things you can just turn on and off. You've got to kind of have them in the back of your brand at all times for good, bad, and otherwise, you know, like sometimes there's bad PR that you have to recover from. You want these people in your corner at all times. They work with similar to a lawyer in the background of your company. They'll work on retainer, use it as needed, which is also a little bit easier for some of you smaller companies that may not have the budget, but you can at least do as a kind of a pay it, pay as you go 
mindset and work out that kind of plan. I've worked with all types. I've also worked with really, really big companies. I've also partnered with them. I've also worked with companies that have a hundred to $200,000 a month in retainer for just public relations every month. Of course, those are bigger companies and higher, you know, of course, their lawyer fees are twice as much, probably 15 times more, but that's how important public relations is. That is something all big companies have. They always have a public relations firm or publicist in the corner at all times. Why? Because it's important because it works. So how can you be your own publicist? If you're just this little tiny company out there and you're still like, how can I make my brand work for me? Who is influential enough? Sometimes it's just a matter of giving your product away saying, Hey, do me a, do me a favor, do me a solid. I'm going to ship this to you. Try it out for 10 days or a month or whatever that looks like and post one video about it because those videos can be used over and over and over again. I'm going to always recommend a video over content every day, all day. Video sells. Video creates relatability. Video puts us in that moment, in that picture right now, unlike a post or some con you know content in a quick meme. It's got to be a video, okay? So don't settle on that piece, but I want you to ride this wave, okay? This is what the 2023 trends that are working towards that last quarter in 2023 and that are going into 2024. How can I create partners is not step one. How can I get strategic partners? And how can I get my customers to sell my products? Those are the two things I want you to take away from today. Because again, you're already sold on how public relations works versus marketing. Nobody wants to talk to you promote about you promoting yourself all day, right? gets old. I'm the best. I'm the best. I'm the very fucking best. I'm the best. I'm the best hairstylist ever. I'm the best cleaner. I'll clean your house better than anybody. But then when your friend says, Oh, this is the lady you need to call. She's clean. She cleans my house every Thursday. She does a great job. Here's her number. Boom. What are you going to do? Call her, right? You're going to call her in five seconds. You're going to put this on your list to do versus I just saw a social media post of somebody tell me how, what a great cleaner they are housekeeper or whatever, right? Am I not right, guys? Come on. There's some so much truth in this. This is how we're wired. How can we advance, take advantage of this in our business though? Okay. What did you learn from Stanley? 110 plus year old company can have a rebirth and your company can too. It's never too late. It's never too old. You can always do a public relations press release launch. You can always do a, this is new. Even if you just, you know, like, like I've always had this, you're just breathing life into a product you've always had or a service. It might be brand new to the people that are just now seeing it for the first time, even though it's been around for a decade, right? Think about that. Do a rebrand, relaunch, soft launch, whatever that looks like a rebirth. Let's give your brand and your business some new life today by getting your customers to sell it for you. You might have to give a little on the front end, but it'll pay off on the back end, right? They gave these cups away. That's all it takes. Take a look at your, your TikTok, your Instagram, your social media following. Who's got a lot of followers? Who's got a lot of engagement? It's not just followers, but do they get a lot of engagement, a lot of likes, comments on their posts? And how can you get your product in front of them long enough for them to say, Thank you. This was great. 
I'm actually going to, I'm going to post about it. If they love it, they must post about it. That's the agreement. And you might need to put something in writing about that. You don't want to just be giving out product, but when someone likes something, they're going to talk about it. I do. That's why I have an Amazon store with all my products that I love from nail polish to house decor, decor and office equipment. You know, it's just good stuff. You want to share it with your girlfriends. That's what we do. And how can you leverage off of that? I hope you took away a lot today. I want you to amp up your business in 2024. It's still early in the year as I post this and do me a favor, share this with a friend. Thank you so much. Because big love. See you on the next episode. Hi there, friend. If you enjoyed this episode, do me a favor and double check that you're subscribed or following. And if you've got a quick 30 seconds, it would mean the world to me if you could leave me a five-star review and share what you specifically liked about this episode. 